welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Darren Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragon Rider and Major Death. So, last week we had a poll question, so Mage, why don't you hit us with that? We did have a poll question. I, I, I'm i going to dispute the results, but... Well, I'll, I'll tell you what they are, but I, I think there was some context missing. I think more people needed to listen to our discussion about the thing, about the this question. But we asked, in a very swing turn dominated meta like this one, can you really play matchups that differently? 13 people voted. 76.9% said yes, you can. 23.1% said no. We talked about this before the show. I think that there's a, a bigger discussion here that we might have to have down the road uh, about this, but I definitely encourage you, if you did not listen last week and want to hear the context of that poll question, definitely listen to our main topic because I think it was kind of an interesting discussion and and it's a bit more nuanced, I guess, that question than than maybe it looked at first blush. Yeah, it definitely was, and I had a really good time discussing it last week, so um, I'd recommend you listen to any of our episodes, but last week <laughs> we had a good time, so would recommend it. Okay, so let us move to the news, and what what a week it has been. So, Nurse and Buffs both announced and implemented in patch 20.2.2. So they were announced and patched the same day. So, yeah, conveniently the day after we recorded our episode. So, yeah, if it feels like yeah. this was ages ago <laughs> and like this is like, you're like, guys, this is old news. We already know all this. It's because this happened like literally. This is less six than a week. Ago. Ago. Yeah, I was going to say, this is less than <laughs> and, a week old. We are and, not ancient and, here. We're not and, getting and, to this uh, late. <laughs> We did not get a chance to talk about this. We got to say, hey, they're coming tomorrow. We can't wait to hear what they are. So let's go through them just quickly and we'll kind of talk about the uh, the meta in our main topic. So we'll kind of keep this a bit briefer. So first up, refreshing spring rotter now costs five up from four. So, essentially, it isn't free. Draw two cards for mages. First day of school now costs one mana, up from zero, but it also gives you three one-cost minions, up from two. So, it's no longer free, but you get an extra one drop. Hysteria is up from, uh, cost four now, up from free. Crab Rider, this one's the uh, a bit different here, so... Now only gains Wind Fury on its first turn on the field. It's Battle Cry Wind Fury this turn only. So everything else is the same. It's still one four. You know this. <laughs> we were just talking about it. And um, Olgra Mankirk's wife, uh, Mankirk's wife, excuse me, now summons a seven health Mankirk consumed by hatred down from ten. So it's a three seven now instead of a three ten. So our card buffs are Razor Boar now has three attack up from two. Dark Inquisitor Zanish now reduces the cost of corrupt and corrupted cards by two. So if things have already been corrupted in your priest deck, then they now actually get the reduction as well. So it's not just uh, the cards that are going to be corrupted. Um, Unbound Elemental now has three attack, up from two. Title Surge now costs three mana, down from four. That's the uh, Lifesteal uh, four damage. Used to cost four, or used to cost four, now three. Willypad Lurker now has five attack, six health, up from four or five. And if you remember, that's the uh, five drop that... If you played an elemental last turn, uh, polymorph or not polymorph, but uh, hexa minion. Yep. Fiendish circle now costs three down from four. 
I don't remember which one that is. Is that the uh, summon yeah, four, four imps? Yep. Four one one imps, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Deck of Chaos now costs five, down from six. Whirling Combatant has three attack, up from two. That's the Battlecry deal one, Battlecry and Frenzy deal one damage to every minion on the field. And Shield Maiden uh, now costs five, which is the five five that gives you five armor. So, and then Nazoth, God of the Deep, now costs nine mana, down from ten. So, whew, there's a lot of of things that got got some buffs there. I've I've seen some people trying Nazoth like corrupt priest, and like a menagerie slash. Yasharaj Nazoth. So, yeah, and then we're we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the meta post balance patch during our main topic. But just at a high level, what do you guys think of these changes? I think I think the 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 thing that stands out to me, as I'm sure it standed out to everybody, was Encanter's Flow was not the mage card that got nerfed. It was refreshing spring water, and we even have. Uh, from Dina Ayala a little bit later, some talk about why that that was the case, that it was Springwater and not Encanter's Flow that got nerfed. But overall, I think I think these were I think the card nerfs make sense. And the buffs I think were a bit surprising the options that were picked, but I but but there's there's more to that story too. So we we will talk about that in a minute. But I just at, at its base level, I, the these change these changes look like they're going to have an impact, and I think they already had they have had an impact. And I'm just curious what you guys think, uh, just at a high level about these changes. Um, the nerf seemed good. Uh the buffs um are a little underwhelming right now, but at the same point in time, they're not necessarily for right now. So like, yeah. So that's kind of what what's been said, and that's like the implication. So, I mean, it is what it is right now. But the nerfs feel good. None of the cards that got nerfed are seeing any less play, except for maybe Crab Rider. So, yeah. Rider, um, what do you think? Yeah, the Encanters Flow debate has been interesting. <laughs> Um, it's I, I it's been spirited, I would say, would be the word <laughs> yeah. I would use. There is That's... definitely a lot of emotion behind whether or not Encanter's Flow should have been the nerfed card or not. And, uh, yes. Strong um... feelings on both sides. Yeah, and it's... I, I, I think for me, I even had like a little... Uh rant on one of our episodes over the last handful of weeks about card draw and when a deck can draw through you know through cards quickly and very efficiently then it's a problem and i feel like blizzard that's kind of their thinking as well it's not specifically for for springwater that's not the nerf that i was hoping for I, I kind of hoped that they would change it to uh, just give if you when you draw a spell just refreshes one mana crystal instead of two. But you know, I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't get to see everything that goes on behind like they do, and <sighs> I feel like one big thing too that you you bring up is that you're talking about at high level. We also have to remember that when they make these changes, they're looking at every level of the game when they when they make these. So sometimes it is for that higher level, and sometimes it's just because, like, in general, or even at, like, in the majority of where people are playing, which is not High Legend, then that's where it's a problem. So then they need to make adjustments there. So then people who are at High Legend look at it and go, well, why the crap did they nerf that? I didn't need nerf. And it's it's just a perspective thing. Like they have to balance that, right? Like they have to look at all of it. They're not just balancing for high legend. They're not just balancing for like gold, silver, bronze. They're balancing for everybody that plays. 
So I, I feel like this, especially out of all of the kind of patches that we've had, I feel like this reflects that. And and that it's kind of like what Daring said too. I, I think some of these are in preparation for things that are going to be coming. And it's just kind of a, a preemptive thing. So it might not feel impactful now. And honestly, maybe some of these cards still don't ever really see like competitive play, even after getting buffed or, or whatever. Eh, that's okay too, I think. They're they're trying. I'd rather them at least try than just be like, well, we're never going to touch cards and we'll just give you new ones instead. Like, I, I like to see them at least experimenting with some stuff and trying to buff and see if people play them and how they feel after changes. So I think it's fine overall. I think just the overall like community expectations of what cards were going to get hit and what the, what like hits were going to happen was a bit too much. So when what people expected didn't happen, then everybody kind of like went in an uproar. It's like, hold on, <laughs> calm down. That there you go. That's, that's <laughs> let's let's jump into the next news item because it kind of kind of hits as to the sort of reaction or what's basically transpired uh, in the meta over the over the last six days or so. So it is Paladin still stronger than Team Five would like, but Patch has had a imp- uh, positive impact. Um, a Twitter thread started by HS Free Play Direct. Director of Business Tiago Taprelli was commented on by Alec Dawson. Some observations Tiago noted based on user data submitted since the patch. Paladin in Mage popularity decreased substantially. Druid in Demon Hunter has significantly uplift in win rate and popularity. Matchup polarization has improved overall, and Alec confirmed Paladin is still a bit stronger than they'd like, and that the buffs were to set up for classes for the future to do some cost correction. So yeah, so that I mean, I mean, I think, I think what the goal of the patch was versus the expectations of members of the of the Hearthstone community. I think there was a a butting of heads there and there was definitely there's been some vocal comments uh, about the patch not doing anything and all this and and it, i don't think it's true and i and i think it's it's i think i think this patch is more in line with what we have should have come to expect from team 5 when they make balance changes especially since basically uh, over the last year or so with the more frequent changes and, and, and the like. And, uh, you know, I, 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 frankly, I am quite happy right now that we're talking about a patch that buffed 10 cards and we're not talking about a card that is completely breaking the meta now as a result, because we've had that situation before and nobody seemed to like it. So, uh, you know, it's, Maybe unfortunate that, you know, we're not seeing a little bit more out of the the cards that got buffed, but that doesn't mean these buffs aren't going to end up being important at at some point because they, as Alex said, we're setting up for the future and there's a mini set coming in not too distant a future. We've still got two more expansions during this, this year of the Griffin. So a lot can change before these cards are, are no longer in standard. And what sticks out to me is the term cost correction. So he feels like some of these might not have had the stats they needed to be the cost they are or something like that. So like obviously, you know, Deck of Lunacy went to, or Deck of Chaos, excuse me, went down to five mana. So it's like correcting and balancing and it might not be meant to impact the meta but they see all the data and they're like well we kind of feel like this should have been a five you know looking at it's play rate we feel like this should be a five mana kind of card instead of a six mana card so we're going to adjust that we're going to you know nudge it closer to where we feel like it should be it, it sounds like it's like yeah setting up for the future but it's also kind of fixing and nudging a little bit so the cards feel more in line with the rest of the set and that means that 
not all cards are going to be playable in standard. Like, that's just a fact of life. There's 130-some cards, 135, 136 cards. Not all of them are going to be A-plus winners that break the meta. <laughs> so, you know. Well, and, and there's more to Hearthstone than just standard. Yep, right? yep, exactly. Some of these cards, they might have adjusted because it might have helped them in Arena or in Duels or in Wild. That's a whole nother thing. But, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, they're they're looking at all of it. So everybody just to be in a complete uproar. Sometimes there there is need for that. But I, I feel like this time... I think the community is just a little bit like too fast to react negatively. And it's like, all right, well, hold on a second. Like, let's look at the bigger picture and, and kind of look at it more analytically and try to analyze all of the aspects of it instead of just, ah, this is bad. So. Okay. So let's move on. Uh, two golden standard pack bundles now available. Bundles are available until June 2nd. Golden Standard Bundled, five Golden Standard Packs, and one Golden Standard Legendary for 25 and the Mega Goldest Golden Standard Bundle, 10 Golden Standard Packs, and two Golden Standard Legendaries for 50 uh, Sparkles Cardback, originally acquired from Achieving Rank 20 in Rank Play in February 2018, is also available for 500 gold or 3 USD. Um... And if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, February 2018 was the year they implemented the only falling back four ranks, I believe. Um, Might have been. Yeah, I think that was, was the last month that that was like if you hit rank, you hit rank six that month. You didn't have to go back to rank twenty. You went back to rank five or rank ten, and that made things a lot easier on I think everyone. So. Uh, they had the standard. They they had the standard pack uh, bundle last week with a regular, you know, regular packs and a regular legendary five and one for five bucks, and now you could do golden for twenty five dollars. <laughs> that, ouch! That is, I like gold cards, but I don't know. That feels, that feels a bit spendy for those. I don't. I don't know about about you. Someone crunch the numbers. I don't know. I, I'm just going to say that to like every time that we talk about one of these. I'll be like, I don't know. Somebody crunched the numbers and that's what they figured out. I, I'm sure it has to do with how much the uh, the gold cards are worth like dust wise versus regular cards. So they had to make it more to be kind of on an even field. But I, No, I, I understand that. I'm just saying <laughs> it does that seem- like... It does seem pricey. What, it, so, it, so here's the question: What is the sta- what is a rare disenchant for a golden rare? Is it fifty? It's a hundred. Oh, it's a hundred. So it's a hundred. It's, it's the same. It's the same yep. as if you craft a rare. Yep. So a hundred and eighty per pack um, of dust, as opposed to forty on your average low roll pack um so that's four packs worth of dust essentially four plus all the commons in a fifth pack would get you um that so dust wise it kind of does line up a little bit it is kind of five times the uh the value if you're looking purely at dust for golden cards i i I'm not saying to do it. I'm just simply <laughs> I, quickly looking at the this, math. D- Dragon Rider told me to do the math, and I just did. Specula- yeah, I I don't know. I I it's one sixty. Excuse me. Likes- yeah, it's it's one. No, it's one eighty. Yeah, it's one eighty. Sorry, I'm dumb. So. I am the I am the type of person that that is a whale when it comes to this game. But even my whaledom seems to be a bit lacking when it comes to wanting to gold. spend that. Kind yeah, of yeah, exactly. I'll spend. I, I mean, it's just. Uh, you give me ten yeah. go- ten packs and a gold and a golden legendary. I will chuck over ten bucks. But like, 
five packs in a gold in a regular legendary? Yeah, sure, I'm in for that. Five golden packs in a gold legendary for twenty five? I'm like, no, thank you, please. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much. I'm like, okay, I'm sure this is a good deal for someone. I don't care about gold cards to spend that kind of money. So yeah, I I do feel like it's geared more towards the people that really want those golden cards as opposed to like if you're looking at it for the dust value, you probably don't need those bundles in the first place. <laughs> like yeah. it would probably just be better to to do something else or spend twenty dollars and buy one of those pre made decks that you can then disenchant the exact cards you know what you're getting. So okay, yeah, I've just. I'm I'm I like gold cards and I'm just disappointed that this feels a, a bit out of my price range. I guess is is where I'm at. No, I hear. I, you. I feel like I feel like fifteen dollars, maybe twenty dollars, is is about where my thinking would be on this for the regular one. And then you know you're basically just talking two of them when you get the mega. So it's I don't I don't know. It's obviously this is where they want it at, and if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell, and maybe they change it next time. So it's not like they're producing something and get discarded golden packs at the end of the day. So yeah, oh, all these golden packs didn't sell. We had to throw them out. <laughs> exactly. So it it's cool they're trying different things to see what works. Yes. So like, yes. I like it. I mean, it, this bundle is not for me, but I like it. So. Okay, deep breath. <sighs> Dean Ayala's Twitter question and answer number 18. Okay, so regarding Encanter's Flow, a change to Encanter's Flow would have to be, would have been more impactful, and given that the deck was already on borderline powerful, we opted to make the less aggressive change. It's worth noting that you should only make a balance change if you believe the resulting meta is more enjoyable. In this case, we didn't think changing flow would have made a net positive effect. Regarding balance change. Yeah. Sorry, I just, I think this is really, I think, I think we really need to take this into heart when we're thinking about balance changes going forward. They, they really are trying to look at okay, this deck is probably more powerful than it should be. What are the ways that we can impact the power level? They considered Encanter's Flow as being one, as as the change. But they said, you know, there is definitely some popularity to it, not just because it is a really powerful deck. And, uh, you know, the, the power level uh, would be impacted too greatly. And so they, they think... I think they're basically admitting that Mage might not even have a deck if Encanter's Flow gets nerfed at this point, just because of of what the rest of the meta looks like and and the other options that are available to Mage. And so I, it's really it, it, it's important that they they looked at this and and the the comment about if. You should only make a balance change if you believe it will result in a more enjoyable meta. Having, if all those people that like playing mage suddenly can't play mage, it's going to be very, it's going to be a a, a pretty negative experience for those people. So if you, if you do the less aggressive change, those people can still play that deck if they like the deck, but they're not necessarily going to play it because it's the most powerful deck. And I've been thinking about this too, like, in Canner's Flow, essentially, a reward it's a reward payoff card for a deck building challenge. That's a deck with no minions in it, which is like obviously it works now. Didn't always work, but it, the the deck is built around not having any minions in it. And how did they get people to play it? They made all the mana. You know, they did a bunch of mana reduction. So like, it makes sense to me that like. You wouldn't want to touch this. If you were going to touch this one, you're going to be very, very hesitant about it. Because this is like a key card in the deck. So, like, I don't like losing Tin Canner's Flow on two either. But, you know, (laughs) I don't like losing in general. So, like, it doesn't doesn't really bother me that much anymore. It's like, yeah, I okay. It's a thing. So. (laughs) They, They found the good card. They played the good card and they won because of it. Yes, exactly. So 
Dragon Runner, do you have anything you want to add there? Not on that, but on the next point. Uh, it kind of ties in with something I was saying earlier. So I really like this this next kind of description. And Do you want to read honestly, it then? Uh, sure. Yeah. So the next point is uh, that he brings up about regarding balance changes. Uh, and he said, the meta at the high level tends to trickle down to lower level play over time. So given the choice, we generally balance around high level play. The statistics we most commonly look at are top 1% of players. High level players generally have access to more cards and are more likely to try new strategies. So when an imbalance exists, we are usually only concerned when it looks unlikely any strategies will arise to challenge the powerful thing. I think that's the first time that they've really actually directly said how they approach the balance changes in terms of what stats they're looking at. It it feels like they've usually kind of skirted around it or you know, they, they say, well, we want it to be good for everybody. You know, they, they make a very kind of umbrella. But this seemed very like, hey, this is what we're looking at. And I feel like that is definitely going to impact thinking in the future. And I'm, I would also be curious to actually see the numbers and like what the top per- top 1% of players is. Because I'm not really sure like where that, you know. Are we looking at only top 200 legend? Is that top like 40 legend? I'm not sure. I would think it would be like top 200. I would, I would think, you know, if we're talking about 1%, I feel like, I feel like that, that has to be like, there, there has to be a fair number of people. Cause we're talking about millions of people playing the game. And so, you know, one percent of that in each of the uh, in each of the regions is still going to be a fair number of people, and and you're going to need a large enough sample size in order to get data for for games and stuff. And so, I feel like I feel like it's got to be more than like forty. It's got to be probably something in the neighborhood of 200, 300 people, um, and and what they're playing because those are those are people also also they're probably playing a lot of games too yeah that's what i was in order in order, in order to most. in order to get up to that level yeah. and then to stay at that level you have to play a lot of hearthstone and so you know they're getting uh, a lot of data and then what they can do is they can look at that based on the one percent and then extrapolate what that looks like across all of the all of the player levels so it's not that they're not balancing for those, but they're going to maybe start there and then get confirmation based on the, the larger play, player base. I think it's probably a larger chunk of legend than you guys are thinking, 1%. It might be. Well, when they used to have the stats, like they used to have it where you could hover over like legend and it would show you you're in the top, you know, Point three percent or whatever. So it actually might be a lot more. Yeah, it might be because if you like just if you just if you think for a second, there's two hundred. Just say in in North America, if there's or in Americas, if there's two million people playing the game, ten percent is two hundred thousand. One percent is twenty thousand. So like, we're talking. They might be looking at most of Legend. You know, you know, maybe yeah. depending yeah, on at least half a at least half of legend exactly, and that makes sense, right? Like, I feel like if you're if you're higher up in the like the you know under 10k in legend, that would be the group of people you'd want to be looking at. I, that's just I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not a developer, so yeah. Well, and it's it's kind of interesting too because I I feel like. We're also kind of seeing a shift in them responding to the community in a way. Yeah. Instead of just reacting to what people would say on social media, I think they're also really relying on their own stats, but they're also looking at what like community stats are showing. Um, because like when Hearthstone was first coming out in the first year or two, like you know, HS Replay and Vicious Syndicate and stuff weren't really a thing. Like, they started, but they weren't as popular and as highly used as they are now. So now, like, it's... The community just takes that, and there's also, 
you know, the arguments of there's less experimentation and things because people just take that and, and the meta gets quote unquote solved a lot faster just because that information is easier for people to access. So like, I also feel like this is just a change to them responding to the community growth and, and seeing that as well. So about, but I really like that they're actually recognizing it and letting us know like where they're coming from with, with their thinking. It's just really nice to hear. I agree a hundred percent getting some insight into where the changes are coming from and what they're looking at. So, okay. So possessy frenetic and Eddie get wins in week five of grandmasters. So the first two weeks we're using the last hero standing format. This is, this oh, okay. is the first of two first weeks of two weeks. Yeah. 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 I'm excuse me. I misspoke there. I read it. I knew what I was saying and I still read it wrong. So the so next week will also be last hero standing. So Possessy had Control Priest, Control Warrior, OTK Demon Hunter, and Spell Token Druid. Frenetic had OTK Demon Hunter, Control Priest, Face Hunter, and No Minion Mage. And Eddie had Control Warlock, Spell Token Druid, Cthune Control Warrior, and Giant Control Priest. And um, so Priest was brought by every player was banned in almost all cases. Uh, only two weeks uh, more before playoffs begin, uh, slash relegation, and Hearthstone Esports is looking into the Blyzim match that was forfeited by Blyze after missing the start time. So, not really much to add there. It's speculation at this point in time. If there's more to update, you know, next next week, we'll let you know. So... Uh, Dragon Rider, you want to give us your tournament update for this for this uh, week? Yes. Uh, I wish it were more exciting news, but sadly it was a pretty disappointing weekend for my tournament results. Um, I did some qualifiers, and I think I only got to like round three, and some of them was like round one knocked out. Uh, I participated in Streamer Bowl number three, uh, which is a like smaller streamer invite tournament held by uh, Poimlock, who is also another streamer. Um, I was the winner of the first Streamer Bowl, um, knocked out somewhat early in the second one, and then this third one lost zero three in the first round so the whole weekend was just kind of a really disappointing disheartening uh tournament results but i will say um and thank you to those who who watched or supported um i did get some messages afterwards but uh necra and i casted on friday night we casted the usc games expo uh hearthstone match that they put on they did like a six game showcase um, and God, I love casting so much. I, I love doing all the casting production stuff. Like all of that is just, it's, it's exhilarating and it's inspiring every time. So it was so much fun. I enjoyed it. And, you know, working with Necra, like every time I get to work with her is amazing. And she's just, she's one of my best friends. Um, and, you know, that's kind of been encouraging me to, to start on some more stuff. So that has made me very exciting. So I'm going to take that as like the positive. And, you know, even though the tournament results didn't show over the weekend, um, there was some, some good stuff that happened. And also, I'm still being like way too hard on myself. Because after reviewing some of the games, it's like, I am playing very well, except for a couple of minor things here and there that like don't really matter and so i i still feel like my play overall is still really solid so it's just it's a matter of time i just have to hit like the right you know sometimes there there is that luck aspect even when you look at pros sometimes they're able to like really excel in some tournaments and you know sometimes you see even some of the top pros that are just like well i just went uh zero three after those first three rounds and in the Swiss tournament and then that's it for me. So I'm going to keep trying, but you know, also part of, part of what I know about myself is that I struggle in new metas and that's exactly what we had this last weekend. So it was kind of the wild west and 
that leads into our main topic, which is talking about the the meta after the balance changes because they hit what we talked about they were they were mentioned and then implemented like an hour apart basically on Wednesday. So there wasn't a lot of time for for things to really happen and and figure stuff out and people were trying a whole bunch of things. So it was kind of crazy. Um, what, like, I, I feel like even the last week I've seen completely different things from the first day or two after patch to like today has felt weird. <laughs> and I don't know if I like it or not. Cause now I'm seeing a whole bunch of like slow primordial druids that like slam me with giant minions. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> be doing this anymore. <laughs> But what what have you guys been seeing? How have you felt about the the meta after the patch? Um, I like it. <laughs> it slowed things down just a teeny bit, and I've been playing Control Priest, so I hit Legend with that. And um, I looked at HS replay, and Priest is Priest is ninth on the overall win rate. It's at like forty four percent, and I'm like. It feels really good in this meta right now. And I'm like, I haven't seen a lot of Warlocks. And that's like the 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 big one it struggles in. It's not great against Rush Warrior either. But like against Paladin, it's a yeah, big thumbs up <laughs> against Paladin. Big, it does very good against Hunter. Um, it does very good against aggressive decks. So... Um, yeah, I I've liked it. I, I it's given me enough motivation, and like I was playing priest before the patch, but like that crab that crab rider nerf has like slowed it down. That priest has so much more of a chance because like okay, well I'm not going to get wind furied for sixteen six you know like nineteen or eighteen eighteen the next turn. So like it feels yeah I like it. So what about what about you, mage? Uh, initially, like Wednesday night and Thursday, and e and even a little bit on Friday, I felt like there was a lot of new decks. Early people were definitely branching out. There was uh, a lot less Paladin on the ladder, at least initially, uh, which was great. Um, definitely the last, when I played last night, just I, I didn't play much over the weekend, but Playing last night, there's a lot more paladin on the uh, on the on the ladder now. People realize that in spite of the the changes to Crab Rider and to First Day of School, the paladin is still really good. Uh, Libram uh, Secret Paladin seems to be like the best of those decks, uh, but Secret just a Secret um, um, deck. Uh, Secret Paladin deck is still good. You probably you you don't run crab the crab rider in it anymore, despite the buffs that you have. Uh, now now it's just like now you put in the eggs or you put in Argent Protectors or something like that, and and you still go and you just you disrupt people with Oh My Yog. You still put big buffs on things, and it's and, and Conviction is still really <laughs> really good if you have a board. So it's um. It's been it's it's been it's been interesting. I I personally Wednesday night played Demon Death Rattle Demon Hunter, which I, I it, it's not lost on me that I was kind of making fun of that archetype during our card review. But it actually, I mean, with the with the buff to the Razor Boar and just the fact that there wasn't much in the way or any paladin on Wednesday night it 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 was it was playable demon hunter is it's a death rattle demon hunter is actually a legit deck and the reason it, it wasn't really showing up was because of paladin before the patch and uh I played it last night and because of all the paladins it didn't do well again and so there there really is the, it really is like the kryptonite to that deck right now and to probably demon hunter in general and um 
but 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 the deck is solid and and it's actually quite fun to play and you get to play inquisitors and hit people in the face so that's that's a lot of fun yeah well okay i just want to say also to your credit you and like 80 to 90 percent of people including myself and i think daring we all were like what are these death rattle cards this is garbage these aren't gonna be good and it it's been fine. Like, it's not terrible, but it hasn't been tier one either. And that's okay. But it, mm-hmm. it has felt pretty good. I've also seen some... Have either of you seen the, like, the hybrid Death Rattle OTK Demon Hunter? It's kind of been floating around even before the nerfs, but I've seen it since. And it's it kind of catches you by surprise, because the way that it plays sometimes is like... I've played against it multiple times now, but sometimes they'll it'll look like OTK and then all of a sudden they drop the uh the seven mana guy that puts all the death rattle like pulls three death rattles from mm-hmm. your deck and you're just like uh oh um death I thought this was OTK yeah thank you. <laughs> it's like hmm well now I don't know what to do because I was playing with this idea that they weren't really going to have minions and now they have this board and then sometimes it plays like death rattle and then you're like okay cool i just need to like kill their stuff and wait it out and then all of a sudden they're like oh boom here's like 24 damage ah so that's been interesting that seems that seems interesting but like potential is it I guess not. I was thinking that there was one of the one of the death rattles summons a Minion, what, three or less? The two drop summons are three or less. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, aren't, you wor- aren't you worried about it, like, potentially pulling out your Moargs, your Sorcerer? Well, Moarg isn't a death rattle, though. Oh, that's right. That's true. It, it is a death rattle. Death yep. Rattle. Never mind. Yeah. It is only death rattle minions. Never mind. I'm silly. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't seen a ton of it, but it's it's been interesting, at least from what I've seen. It's like, I don't feel like I'm seeing an insane amount of one thing or another it has really felt like you know okay maybe i i feel like i'm seeing a lot of druids but looking at my stat it's like okay i've seen like five druids out of you know 30 games so it's not really a lot it's just every time i see it i'm like oh i don't want to play against this i hate that they're just gonna play big stuff and hit me in the face and i don't like that but I don't know. Did anybody else, um, the first day, I was like, I am just going to play this buffed stuff and just have fun. I play, I put together a, um, it was bad, so don't do this, but um, I played a Deck of Chaos Warlock deck. <laughs> I tried Shaman. You're, you're braver than I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My rank is very is very mad at me right now because of that because I I dropped a lot and I just haven't grinded enough to to climb back up but it was fun trying out new stuff and and catching people off guard uh, with with some of that but yeah I don't know if anybody else did that if you did like get in our discord or or let us know on twitter and and please let me know I'm not alone I'm sure you're not alone it's just I'm not a good deck builder. Uh, I don't want to speak for mage, but yeah, I, I can, well, I'm a I'm pilot, not, not a creator. <laughs> yeah. My decks are always terrible, but I have a lot of fun just playing them, be like, oh, then I laugh because how bad they are. <laughs> I just go back to the time you built Rally Paladin and you forgot to put Rally in the deck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, see, I am very good at deck building. Uh, I've also done that with Zephyrus, where I was making a Highlander deck and forgot to put Zephyrus in there, you know. So I'm very good at deck. Yeah, he's not that important. Don't worry about him anyways. (laughs) Dino Tamer brand, not needed. Don't need that in a Highlander hunter. Well, okay, you know what? Talking about hunter, um, how much face hunter and and some of those aggressive decks have you guys seen? Because I feel like I have seen them just a little bit, but I haven't really seen them as much as I was expecting. I feel like I I I'm like that that meme where it's Wood and B- B- uh, Buzz and Woody and it's like face hunters far as the eye can see. 
<laughs> that's I've seen a lot of hunters, a lot, a lot, a lot. So generally, I've been doing pretty good. So playing control priest. I, I, excuse me. I think I think the reason maybe uh, I haven't seen much in the way of hunter either, and I think it's the the difference between getting to legend before the patch versus getting to legend after the patch. I definitely think post patch a lot of people were potentially going with Hunter as a, as a way to grind those last few ranks to get to Legend. And if you were already in Legend, you were probably willing to experiment and try some different things, and and you weren't necessarily, you know, trying to, to make that big push. Uh, and so that, that might be why we didn't see it as, as much. I, w- I was actually expecting to see a fair amount of Token Druid because... Token Druid has performed really well uh, in Grandmasters, in the Masters Tour that we saw a couple weeks ago. It did not get touched by any of the any of the balance changes. And, you know, presumably some of the decks that that were more difficult to deal with uh, for the Token Demon Hunter or the Token Druid, uh, you know, got a little bit slower. I mean, Paladin suddenly can't have this big massive board uh um you know right away or have the uh the the crab rider isn't isn't nearly as effective as, as at killing your board as it as it was before so it's um so i was expecting more token druid and i and i actually have not seen very much of it yeah my rush warrior is very sad when they get uh, some early gibberlings or or go wide and I'm looking at my hand with like some five drops and a you know a weapon and I'm like oh this is this is sad sad news like <laughs> turn 3 game's over so yeah I I am a little surprised that there hasn't been as much token druid as well and I'm not sure not sure why there hasn't been as much of it yeah, I don't know. I feel like I kind of figured it would be. I saw. I mean, to be fair, I only got to legend yesterday, so like I haven't been there for very long. I'm in like the five thousands, and I've seen plenty of face hunters. I've seen at least two token druids, but that doesn't seem like. It feels like there should still be plenty. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just crazy, but yeah, I agree. I'm like, why isn't... I don't know. I, I feel like um, they talked about it in the Grandmasters. Like, there's like... It's one of those decks, too, that like... When you don't... When you miss the draw with Token Druid, it just feels so, so, so awful. When you just like, don't draw it. And it's like, oh, this deck is literally doing nothing. So... I don't know if that might have a little bit of something. You know, it has a little bit of case of the feel bads. I feel like you have to. I feel like you have to work for the win a little bit more with Token Druid now because Savage Roar is no longer in standard. Uh, you know, you have to. You actually have to get the 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 buff cards on your on the minions, and you know they have to stick around for a turn. Maybe you're probably running Soul of the Forest now. Because you need to make sure that there's a, a board there to buff and and stuff. And so, you know, there's but but like the um solar eclipse uh arbor up is still still really, really yeah. good. And you could push a lot of damage and and uh but yeah, it, it's it's it it doesn't feel like there's one of those situations where it's just like, oh, I had I had the you know, one turn made the board, turn two, end the game because I had Savage Roar to go along with the board I made and you could clear all of. So I feel like you have to work for it a little bit more, and so maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I will say that, like, you know, with Paladin being good, one of Paladin's uh, nemesis, I think, before before the balance patch and has remained so... Now, after the balance patch is Secret Rogue, uh, Stunners, and the Prize Plunders, pretty good cards. Still still pretty good cards. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of card draw still. The um, um, 
Oh gosh, I the I field contact. The name of the card. Yeah, field contact can can help you get through that deck. Plus, I I thought it was a bit of a meme, the Alex Straza Tenwu thing, but it is really it it is legitimately it's a thing. Like it, it it's legitimately a thing, and it feels weird that that's like how you finish games sometimes, specifically against some of the more controlling matchups, but it, it does. It makes it, it works. And the discounts from the Octobot are very impactful. And, you know, Kazakus is still Kazakus. That still is a really good card. And, and so it was just, it's, it's not surprising me that that deck is good still, but it, at the same time, it's just like, okay. Yeah. So you have to you have to worry about uh, rogue shenanigans still, but yeah, thankfully not weapon rogue. Weapon rogue, because yeah. of the paladins coming back, there's you're you're not you're not seeing as many the warlocks, priests, mages, all those all those decks that don't play very many minions and just and, and just sort of do their thing for a few turns would just get run over by weapon rogue. Yeah, when Paladin's around, and, and if any at any decent numbers, um, yeah, you're just gonna auto lose those games because there's just too many, too too many, uh, too too many minions, and not enough hitting the face ends up happening as a result. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I will say too. I would like a shirt that said. Kazakis is still Kazakis. <laughs> let's get I this done. Kazakis. Anyone listening out there, let's get this done. Let's get the, the art from Hearthstone in yes. Kazakis. I, I will wear the heck out of that shirt um, if I get I, if I was to get a copy. Also, I want those like internet like pixel meme glasses. The the, the deal with it glasses on Kazakis too, please. I don't think I'm asking for too much. Get, let's get this done. Yes. Well, in in Kazakis is dot 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 card with the glasses <laughs> still Kazakis underneath. Exactly, yeah. that's perfect. Well, and it's it's kind of crazy. Like thinking about the nerfs and stuff, a lot of the decks are still utilizing Kazakis, like you mentioned. Uh, we're still seeing a lot of Alex, like you mentioned, especially in Rogue. Either Secret Rogue or Mir- Miracle Rogue is still being played, and. Even the nerf to Mancrick, like Mancrick still feels perfectly fine. It still feels good to play. And still auto just, wins if you if you draw it on turn four. <laughs> yeah. It, it for the most part, as long as it's not exactly like that, it, it does feel a little bit more manageable to deal with for, for most yeah. decks, but I like the micro adjustments on that. Like Although three health does not feel like a micro adjustment, but I mean for for it feels, like it's still playable. It's yeah, still, still good. exactly. For a minion, you paid three mana for a three seven. Yeah, it feels fine to me, and that gets to charge. That yeah. gets to hit. It yeah, it it, it feels yeah. it feels much more in line. It still feels really powerful. Man, Crick is still going to be everywhere. Well, at least until. The mini mini expansion or the next expansion when there suddenly is is more three cost options or more potential burst options or finisher type options. That yeah, it's it's the the other venomous scorpion is everywhere too. Yeah. Also <laughs> between man crick yeah. and venomous scorpion, <laughs> it seems like those are the I, I just now I guess I can I can just sort of picture that that's what's going to happen on turn three. No matter who my opponent is, it's one of those two cards, and it really yeah. and it, and it's a shock when it's not one of. Those so two I feel cards. I feel bad for Olgra because she keeps wandering out and keeps getting killed by those quill boars, just over and over again. It's an infinite poor, slaughter. Poor, poor, poor uh, Olgra and M- Man Crick to have to go through this heartbreak every game. Yeah, over and over again. He's crying. What was this? The, the like flavor text is like something about him being sad every new horde character created or something like that. Here, keep talking. I'm gonna find it. Well, uh, I, I was just gonna bring up the point, like just feeding off of what Mage said. That it's, 
I think he hit the nail on the head, basically, where right now a lot of these cards are seeing so much play because we're in this very limited card pool. So it's like, those are the options. So if it's solid and that's the option, then you play that because that's what you got. But as the year goes, some of that will fade out. And I think if if this time next year, some of these cards are still seeing play in like every deck over when we have a lot of cards in the pool, then maybe at that point it's like, hey, this is this is a problem. Um, but like, I, I even feel like right now everyone is talking about how they think that it was actually a buff to first day of school, giving you more, more one drops and that kind of stuff. But I think part of the reason why it still feels so good and even right now is, again, because there's such few cards like there, there's a very limited pool of one drops so you can more consistently find broom and pen flinger and the one drops that really you know og merchant guardian og merchants and, and things that have more of an impact but over time as the more one drops get in the in the pool i think that's gonna start to fade off a little bit as well okay i found the text so he, it go. says, Mancrick relives his nightmare every day a new horde player is created. <laughs> <laughs> Poor man. Yeah, it's awful. I'm sorry, Mancrick. I apologize. I just had to so find that. You, you mentioned Rush Warrior. You're, that still seems like a, a solid deck. Ticketus Warlock yeah. is still seeing a fair amount of play, though I feel like maybe it's a, down a little bit, but... I don't know, and that might just be where I'm at in the ladder. Um, it feels like where Paladin is, there's not going to be a whole lot of Warlock because Warlock gets its teeth kicked in by Paladin. Yeah, yeah, that's that is probably true. Yeah, and, the, I, and there's I, still not enough priest on ladder to really make right. Warlock shine. <laughs> Outside of Daring, there's not yeah, a lot of priests on ladder. <laughs> I will, I will say one of the things that I've seen a lot of experimentation on since the balance patch was Nazoth decks. There is a lot of Nazoth, people trying to find ways uh, to make Nazoth work. There's a really interesting Paladin deck uh, with Nazoth and uh, that looks really interesting that I kind of want to try. There's a Nazoth Demon Hunter deck that was running Alar at one point. I think uh, No Hands Gamer might have been one of the one of the first ones trying it. Um, there's just been a lot of experimentation, and and actually I am happy about that because I I really liked the Nazoth card and was really disappointed at how little play that card was seeing before the balance changes. And it, one mana doesn't seem like a lot, but one mana can make a a that that. That can actually make a pretty big difference, you know, for for uh, Nazoth in Demon Hunter, you could hero power, which means if you brought back an Inquisitor, that Inquisitor can, uh, can, can attack that second time after the rush as well. So it's uh, I, I'm actually really looking forward to tomorrow, I think, play trying to play Nazoth a little bit because I did craft him because i wanted to try and get a um i i i had visions of nizoth menagerie warrior thing going on and that has not worked out to this point and so uh, i i i'm looking forward to trying and and playing him so yeah yeah um also one one more thing i want to shout out wicked good here because we're talking about control priest just briefly there for a second his post of on twitter saying the win condition for priest is exhausting your opponent's will to live and when that fails hitting them in the face with big minions <laughs> aka my favorite win con <laughs> but um right. well it's a good show everybody yeah. but uh i think we're done now after <laughs> no I, we'll just cut it right there. All right, end. <laughs> but I mean, in honesty, the reason I brought that up too was because Priest is experimenting with it. It looks like they're doing um, with that with the uh, the update to the corrupted discount minion. I can't remember his name. It's up there in the document. Xanish. Yeah, 
and um, so you get a lot of a lot of those minions are different tribes. Then all of a sudden you get a nice eight eight rush beast. The carousel rider is a is a great mech. Um, so there's a, like so priest is using it. I've seen hunter using it with um, the scrapyard colossus and the um, uh, the gem of Nazoth, the eight mana resummon three death rattle uh, uh, minions that have died. And when you're summoning, resummoning Scrapyard Element or Scrapyard Colossuses, all of a sudden, yeah, 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 yeah. You put a lot of the way and then you get to finish it off with Nazoth. Like it's, yeah. so, so there's, there's a lot of interesting things going on with Nazoth. So it's, I think it's like you said, there's like, you can hero power, like with Priest, you can wave of apathy, Hunter, you can, you can put in damage with the uh, the arcane shot or clear something. Yeah, go ahead, Mage. Yeah, I was gonna say broom, broom, broom too, broom. Yes, you can now play. That's with it. Nazoth. So yeah. suddenly, suddenly, you have a board of minions to a board of rush minions that can yeah. can potentially swing you back the board. That's huge, right? That, That's amazing. That like you get like four or five minions, nice minions back. All of a sudden, you give them charge, and bam, to, to the races, you get to take back the board. Yeah, it, it's a much better feeling to be able to do that, and it's it it's possible in multiple decks. It's kind of bringing back like when uh, Yasera would put the dream portals in the deck, and you pull out dragons, and then you play broom. But it's like it's a it's a more balanced, better feeling. I think for both players. Well, and maybe sometimes the druid that got to do that was, <laughs> was happier. But you know, you're getting to play things that like you put in your deck anyways. So yeah, if there's death rattles, like you're getting those effects again. Things like you you were mentioning about you know if you if you resummon Inquisitor, like you get that effect all over again. So it's been very interesting, and the meta is slow enough that people are being able to actually play Nazoth and get those boards. So it, it's felt good for actually experimenting with Nazoth too. Okay. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. So what is this week's poll question, Mage? All right. So we got to talking about the balance changes uh, that occurred last week that we're now in the midst of, uh, of kind of learning this new meta and we we've talked about expectations and and some people i think maybe missed uh the the balance patches missed their their expectations so we got to talking and we would like to know when balance changes nerf a card so we get balance changes like we did last week what type of nerf are you do you expect um there's two options for this poll, uh, a light touch nerf, like we saw with these balance changes, like we've seen um, probably for the last year or so, all the balance changes that seem to occur. These cards still see play uh, in a lot of cases, or you know maybe not as much play as they did before, but they still see play, still can be powerful in the right circumstances. Or do you expect heavy nerfs like like what we saw early on uh, in Hearthstone's uh, life's uh, life cycle, where uh, you know the 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 typical Warsong Commander sort of nerf, where it was it was a card one day that would help you win a game, and then suddenly it just did not. You you just it never really sees play again. So. Those are the options. That's the question. We're really interested in getting your thoughts as to what sort of nerfs you you expect, and we will talk about the results. I really hope you vote, and we'll talk about the results on next week's show. All right, sorry, I muted myself, and I clicked away from it, and I couldn't find it. Sorry about that, guys. Um... Speaking of the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can follow um, 
You can join our Discord by going to our Twitter, following uh, following the top pin tweet, and you can join our conversations. And you can follow me on Twitch and Twitter at Daring Alkaline. So Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash Daring Alkaline. Dragon Rider. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. And streaming Monday through Saturday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash DK. Uh, you can find me also uh, every Saturday night at Aspirant CCG on Twitch uh, for the broadcast, either running the, running the production or doing casting and, and a whole bunch of stuff for that. So find me in like all of the places. And Mage, where can we find you? So you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mage of Death. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mage of Death. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another show. And as always, you've been listening to Doctor Three. They were telling me I needed to come up with a theme song. That's a whole other discussion. But it should probably have a boom in it, is what I'm thinking. So I'll have to work on that. Okay, get back to us. <laughs> <laughs>